Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a vibe. Oh. Kills into that for hours. <laughs> so can we. <laughs> Hello, friends, family, and fellow cocktail snobs to Atwood Magazine's Tunes and Tumblers. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and or mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and you'll be happy to know that Pedro has made it safely home to our loving embrace. There's just one catch, though. We got so worried that Ryan drove out to Palm Springs to find him and hasn't checked in in over a week. So either he's enjoying my ties by a mid-century pool, or he got swallowed up by the fabled hellmouth in the desert that spawns transplants from Scottsdale, Arizona. And I wouldn't wish th- I would not wish that on anyone, folks. Please keep your fingers crossed responsibly. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business. So I dusted off our wayward mixologist, who still can't get the musk of Coachella off of him, and he is Pedro. Thank you for coming home, Pedro. And our guest today is a Philadelphia-born, Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter who has been turning up the pop scene for about as long as COVID's been a thing. He made his splash with his debut EP, Eras, while still a senior at USC, where his popular music major and philosophy minor made themselves deliciously known in his work. He's garnered raves from the likes of Wonderland, Flaunt, American Songwriter, and Ones to Watch, along with earning a coveted placement on Pigeons and Planes' Best New Artists list. He's here today to tease his latest single, True American, which drops next week and is just one of many tasty morsels off his forthcoming EP. His penchant for lightness, energy, and unabashedly being himself is sure to infect many of your playlists soon. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Sally Boy to the pod. Woo! Thank you for having me. I am Sally Boy. That was a crazy intro. There's so many things happening there. I feel like I was I was stepping into like a brand new world. Like world <laughs> building for me. Just learning about yourself for the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's some things you were saying there. I was like, I did do that, didn't I? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Forget that sometimes. <laughs> and your first EP, Eras, is eponymous, right? Like yeah, that's, that is my name. My name is Eras. That's also it's funny. It's like in the same vein. I forgot that I even like named it after myself and then i was like i was i was like because i was talking to a fan they were like because i was talking like what asking which project they like better and they were like man like eras is a classic but like but like some about like the singles on i was telling myself and i was just like 
Man, I really named my first project after myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty silly thing, but honestly, I kind of rock with it. You got to like what mm. you're selling. Exactly. I love it. I'm a fan. And just as a little disclaimer, Ryan, the guy who is currently lost in the desert, he's usually the one feeding me notes under the table. So we'll see Whoa. if we can do this whole show without me putting my foot in my mouth. No promises. <laughs> what type of notes does he feed you? Like love letters? He's like, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> doesn't want that much. It's a lot of wrap it ups. Uh, uh, okay. Stay away. No, I'm just That's nothing like you look really good on camera when you, like right now, like your hair was giving a really good hair day. Do you want to go to like the that? dance with me? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, he needs to start doing that. Ryan, step up your game if we ever find you. But, you know, it's been a minute, y'all. What has everyone been listening to lately? As most of the nation is currently doing, listening to the new Kendrick, obviously, phenomenal project. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to the new Alden project, and then the new Joy Again song, and then a bunch of like French pop shit from like the seventies. That's like sick, a classic. <laughs> Gotta love like Francois Hardy and shit like that. Love, love my little French gals. Listeners, Pedro, his head just like perked up right when, <laughs> right when he said <laughs> love, French pop. Love it. <laughs> French pop is, is honestly like the purest instantiation of joy in this world that we know. You heard it. You heard it. I don't have to say anything. You heard it. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. What about you guys? Let's see. I can go next. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been working on this project for the past couple of weeks, and my boom operator, uh, I mean, people who listen to the show know that I work on set as a location sound mixer. But my boom operator has way more eclectic taste than me. And he's been giving me a new album to listen to every day. And I got stuck on this one that he gave me last week. It kind of blew my mind a little. It's Dorian Electra's Flamboyant. And if you don't know who Dorian Electra is, they are a non-binary, gender-fluid pop artist and producer. And this album was their first uh, full-length release. It was self-released in 2019. And it is all over the place. It has elements of EDM, funk, dubstep, trap, R&B, electronica, new wave, bubblegum, hyperpop. But if I were to distill it down into three words, it is chaotic, it's disrupting, and it's fun. Also, the album cover, like, look up the album cover. They remind me of Prince at, the, at his flashiest. Like, it's just eye-catching, and you dive in, and you're like, this music is is very disarming, uh, it's making me uncomfortable, and I love it. Uh, as, as far as themes, it focuses on masculinity and queerness and presents all of these gender stereotypes and attempts to kind of like change them into a new light. And all like you look at the track list, it's exactly that. The songs are called like Career Boy, Daddy Like, Emasculate, Man to Man. And to quote them, they said, I wanted to explore different masculine characters or tropes to make the themes accessible and relatable and fun. It's definitely more challenging than my usual recommendations, but someone has to throw the curveball since Ryan isn't here. Go listen to Dorian Electra, and their follow-up is even more insane, so start with Flamboyant. She has a song called Daddy Boy? Is that what you said? It is uh, Daddy Like and Career Boy. Uh, career Boy. Oh, Daddy Like Career Boy. I almost went by Career Boy, but then I changed it to Sally instead, so it's pretty crazy. The coincidence. Still coming off of Coachella a little bit, so I'm rotating through a lot of artists that I saw. Um, Omar Apollo, uh, L'Imperatrice, uh, mm. French Pop. They were amazing. They put on such a good show. 
um, Crumb was an artist that I hadn't, mm. uh, a band that I hadn't uh, been exposed to really? until Coachella. They were amazing. Um, their show was so good. And then um, recently, Hoodie Allen came back onto the scene. Oh yeah, what the heck? So he's back, and Wait, so I what? had to, I had to look into it. Like it's been years. It's been years, and like he like cleared out his Instagram and started all over. Oh no! And he came out with a single called uh, "Wouldn't That Be Nice." It's very different from the Hoodie Allen I was expecting. It's heartbroken and sad, and he's like singing as opposed to you know rapping. Um, and I I like it, but I'm very interested to see what comes of this album. Um, to hear what the hell he's been through because it's just been so long. Um, so anyway, looking forward to more from Hoodie Allen. And that's what, what has Hoodie Allen been through? I it sounds like he's been through an awful breakup. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. He he lays it he lays it out pretty plainly in the song to be honest. Okay, I was like, so I gotta listen to it myself. Yeah, that would give a better explanation of it. Wait, I have a question. Mm. You never heard of Crumb before? I hadn't. Yeah, no. My brother-in-law was like, I really want to go see them, so I went with him on my way to some like you know another set, and they were they blew me away. Do you know I saw Coachella that that like really like I, I never really got into like house music ever mm. before, but I saw this this um guy in Floating Points. I didn't catch that set. That shit was crazy. I was yeah. just like sitting. I think I was like genuinely meditating for like an hour. <laughs> I was like, I was introspectively figuring out all these different issues in my life, just with like the drum and bass. It was like just the constant drone of like some some house music. Coachella always has that moment. I, I'm going <laughs> to date myself again here and say the last time I went to Coachella was 2012, so a full decade ago. But I had a moment like that seeing a DJ called Subtract. I don't even know if they're still around. But I was like, I was right up at the front, like right next to the speakers. And I remember I was dancing with a stranger and just that was the first time where I think like I reached the kind of like non-judgmental non-self that you're supposed to get into, like with advanced meditation. And it's just like I was 100 percent present and and part of the music. So, yeah, I understand what like you mean about uh, entering a meditative state with house music. Yeah, I definitely have the help of the top of the back of some psychedelics, but hey. also the music. Yeah. <laughs> but also. <laughs> just, the psychedelics give me a little gentle push. They're like, go this way. They're just helping. They're just helping. <laughs> the drugs facilitate the discovery. It's it's not all about the drugs. And and we're, technically speaking, we're, we only do one drug on this show, and that's alcohol. Let's get to that part. And as a quick reminder, every song that we mention on the show goes directly onto the accompanying playlist in the episode description below. And if you want to hear more about what we've had on repeat, we also have the sister playlist to this segment called YBLT. What have you been listening to? That's on Spotify. You'll find it when you see a nice little BLT sandwich floating in space. There's tons of good stuff on there. Follow it. We update it every week. And send us send us your own music. Send us the music of your friends. Send us what you've had on. We love to feature new and emerging artists. But it's time to open up the bar. Pedro, I immediately apologize for the state of things. We did our best to keep the place clean while you were gone. But after we broke our third bottle of whiskey, we kind of just gave up. (laughs) Can't leave you kids alone for a second. Yeah. Also, like, try not to breathe through your nose. Um, But yes, Erez, did you bring anything to show our bouncer today? Uh, yeah, I actually have something really good to show you guys. I thought this Sweet. would be amazing. I'm going to take my headphones off so I can't hear you for half a second. Ah, I'm going to go out of the room. 
Oh my gosh, the <laughs> the anticipation. What? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh, listeners, we have to. Oh my god! This is what I brought. What are we looking at here? <laughs> this is a mascot head from from so my first the first single of this like release is a song called "I Love You," and we made like a little three D rendered guy, <laughs> and we got him made in real life. That is fucking cool. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. It's giving me like rocket power vibes, but if like one of the characters melted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is my drawing, and then my friend's little like fourteen year old brother like three D rendered it, and then I went, and then like we went to like these crazy costumes. These people are like all oh, fucking like they've been doing shit forever. Like like they did Aerosmith music videos back in like what like the eighties, nineties, whatever that was, and then. Did David Grohl shit, and I done like a Groot even, and they did my fucking Damn. head. That is cool. That's incredible. That's my. This is my trick. I feel like that's more than. But that's probably crazier than you thought it was gonna be, huh? That is fantastic. A little bit, yeah. That is fantastic. I know this guy's amazing. I need to name him. You have to wear it the whole time now. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't fit over my headphones. Oh no. <laughs> oh well. That's Damn. the only. That's the only downside. So. Mitch, Mitch and Peter, uh, our our bosses at the network in the magazine. If you're listening right now, this is why you need to get us a video team and and an, and a video editor so we can actually do video segments so people can see these amazing, awesome IDs. And one of the other things people have brought it's like there has been like something. I feel I feel like I just like I feel like I just swept, swept the floor right there with that one. You, you kind of did. On, honestly, you kind of did. I mean, we've had shit like birdhouses. Um, pieces of uh, broken motorcycles, food, like food. Yeah, literally food. Um, I'm was... still waiting. I'm still waiting for someone to bring like a lot, a living thing. Yes, as an ID. Tessa Violet that... did uh, when we were in person. We got to. She did hers in person, and it was a sound bowl performance. Oh, like yeah, she played like, yeah, the sound bowl, bowl for us. So that was yeah. that was cool. Auditory and performance based. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's why we love this segment. Very interesting. This is a good segment. Thank you. Love creativity to, 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 to run unabounded, yeah. if you will. And it's a showcase for why we should have our liquor license revoked, because the bouncer will let anybody in with anything. <laughs> Which one of you guys is the bouncer? Is it Pedro or is it? Oh, he exists in sort of this uh, ether in everyone's mind understandable uh, we're hoping that at some point a listener will put together like a whole canon of of what we have said about this man last i heard he he he's a grifter who used to make money as a living wi-fi hotspot uh before he came to work for us that was a thing that ryan said so he exists on like the cyberspace yes mm -hmm. whoa he, he's an idea but also, but also a code. If everyone believes, if everyone thinks something is, exists, does it exist? I guess that's not, I guess that it doesn't necessarily, right? Because of like, thoughts like, not to get to go there, but like. <laughs> I mean. Does God exist because we all think he exists? I mean, that's, that's getting dangerously close to uh, Orwellian doublethink, right? Like if you get enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely go in there. I definitely went there in my own mind. We definitely need we, we need a drink if we're going to go down this if we're rabbit gonna go hole. There. <laughs> but first, I need to put something on the jukebox here, Pedro. Since Ryan isn't here, do you want to introduce the song or should I? You write intros better than I ever could, and I know you already have one. 
I mean, it's pretty simple. It's just that today we are listening to True American featuring Kyle Lux by Sally Boy out this June via Loud Robot and RCA Records. Well, listeners, you'll have to hold on a little bit to hear this song in all its glory, but you should mix yourself whatever Pedro has on deck. Put on your sandals, shades, and loudest Hawaiian shirt in your wardrobe (laughs) and set a timer. True American has like these light bossa nova acoustic strummings and it's just tailor-made for all the beach days that i can't wait for and i didn't realize how much i personally needed a break until i heard this song there's this moment at the end where there's that voice that says if you need a break you should go to giveabitchabreak.com and to my dismay there is no such site yet and yeah we're working on it okay (laughs) i i went there yesterday and it was like do you want to buy this domain maybe i spelled it wrong I think they maybe wanted to buy it off of me. You know, they're like, you want to buy okay. it on me. Like you, you put it in an offer and then I like decide if you, if you, if you deserve give a bitch a break. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I think, I, I, think I, I remember buying it at least. I bought it the, the night that we came up with that. Nice. And then we're going to have awesome. a little picture of me and Kyle in like suits back to back. Just like looking at the camera, give a bitch a break. You know, something like that. <laughs> It, will it be up by the time the song drops? Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Okay, because I need my promise break to go with my next 30 listens to True American. You'll be getting your break, <laughs> my friend. We're giving it to you. You heard it here first. Anyway, I need a drink to complete this full picture. Mm-hmm. My, my hand is empty. Pedro, what have you concocted for us behind the bar today? I mean, speaking of that, you know, website and the spoken word button at the end of the song is also my favorite part, and it's really the part that inspired this drink. Um, I know, uh, I've been told you enjoy tequila, which is sort of like a perfect summer, uh, base to start with. And so I was, I was just thinking to myself, you know, if I was this bitch and I was on a break, what would I want to be drinking? Um, so I obviously just started with some tequila and a little lime. And then I wanted to bring the, the Sally boy, the sort of like the East coast roots to this and see what I could find. Um, and I was just sort of doing some research into like treats. I'm always someone who's sort of looking to find things that don't necessarily come like always have liquor, but that I can add liquor to and something that would go good for the summer. And I found, um, I think it's pronounced wooder ice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some wooder ice. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like shaved ice, but it's got, you know, fruit and like sugar and it's really sweet and delicious. Obviously I couldn't find it here in LA. So I had to make it and I found some ways to make it online. So I made it. Um, and I decided to go with watermelon because I feel like that's just the perfect summer flavor. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, tequila, lime, and some homemade watermelon no water ice. And I just threw oh, some, uh, goodness. I just threw some salt and some basil on top just to give it a little yeah. something extra. And that's it a, is so refreshing and it's perfect. That's some real shit right there. Damn, deep dive water ice. You know, you know <laughs> like the spot to go to is Rita's water ice. That's always like where I used to go on the I June just, 21st. I yeah. saw that on like the, when I Googled it. Yeah, they it was giving Rita's. me locations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's giving you Rita's location. It's funny because I don't think I even realized like that that was just a Philly thing until maybe like a month or two ago. I was literally talking to Kyle about it, like the, the Kyle who's on the song, and I was like, I was like, yeah, like have you ever had like water ice? <laughs> He's like water ice. Aren't those like, the same thing? <laughs> you mean ice? <laughs> <laughs> Water and ice? Like definitely the first time I ever really thought about the fact that that doesn't really make sense as a phrase. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I guess I never really thought of it. I would always do this. There's this one thing I forget what it's called exactly, but it's like a mixture of, of gelato and water ice. And you would yeah. be like, it'd be like 
chocolate and then I would do mango water ice and then chocolate and then mango water ice. That sounds amazing. And just like layers. She was amazing. First day of summer, you get free water ice at, at Rita's. Man, I gotta See, go it's, back to Philly. It's the, it's the perfect summer drink, and yeah, reading up on it was really interesting, and I thought it would just work perfectly. And the drink is called "Bitch on a Break." <laughs> Bitch on a break. <laughs> so I yeah, love that. I that's love the that. drink Damn, for true American. The park. <laughs> I'm gonna need wow. to hear a lot more about this water ice thing. I'm like trying to Google and pay attention at the same time. So it's like it's like Italian ice, kind of. Yeah, or? exactly. Yeah, it's yeah it was like yeah, it was a yep, 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 yep. Precisely. Bitch on a break. Wow. With that, I think I'm finally ready for summer to begin. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think that's a perfect summer drink as well. Man. It's pretty damn good, I gotta say. I wish I could sip it. We, this has been for the past two years with a short break last year where we had like three people come into the studio after yeah. like the... Yeah, it's it's... It's we've just been remote and Pedro's been the yeah. only one drinking it. So, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it. Pedro's just like sitting there. He's like, I made this drink and mm, I'll just tell you guys, it's delicious. I know you can't have any, but I got to say, you're really missing out. Uh, but you could just be you could just be pouring a, a glass of Gatorade in that bitch and no one knows anything. Shush, I've never done that. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually did go go all out. I made it like I made it yesterday. That's awesome. soon, as, soon as I found like a way to do so it. So how did you? I'm going to start by asking you a question, Pedro, which I know is a bit oh, no. unorthodox. Yeah. How did you? How did you do the water ice? So it's really simple. It's just water, sugar, um, that you like boil together till the sugar dissolves. Or at least this is the recipe I found that seemed the simplest and like it would work best. Mm -hmm. um, it was just water, sugar that you you know boil down till it's clear. And then I just blended a shit ton of watermelon and then blended those two things together, froze it overnight, and then I just shaved it today, put it in a glass pretty, with some tequila it's and lime. It's nice and, it's nice and easy. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure like the real process is a little different, but, you know, trying times. Sometimes it's COVID times. It's COVID times. Man, I think that's, I think that's impeccable. I don't, think, I don't think most people would, would know how to make water ice. I guess the way the way I pronounce it is water ice, but some people probably would say water ice. Water yeah, ice. Well, I saw like one of the first things that came up was like water ice or water ice for you <laughs> people who don't live in Philly. And I was like, oh my god, okay, All right, you're yelling at me already. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's authentic. I was I like, wow, people are yelling at you. Yeah, Philly's not a very quiet city by any means. <laughs> Everything's nothing's soft spoken there. Hmm. So I want to start our interview by asking about the name. Where does your stage name Sally Boy come from? Yeah, uh, it's always it's often a question. I, I, it's it's not that crazy a story, honestly. I wrote so like on my first project, Erez, and my first single ever released is called Sally Boy, and I wrote that song. And then when I was like like a while ago, like stream of consciousness was just like sort of sitting there and just like sort of singing out of nowhere. Like Sally Boy, and then I was like, "Fuck it, that's me. I am he." So that's how it came to be. And there's, um, I was kind of reading a little bit into the backstory of not just the name, but like your kind of persona, and about how it's kind of like a more authentic version of you than you have been able to present before. Is 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 that something you can get into with us? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like like what I was trying to do with Sally Boy and my wife, I guess like, I feel like that was the intention at first point, but I feel like I sort of like come to the point where I sort of have married the two. Because like for a little bit, I had this notion that like Sally Boy would be like sort of like my extra persona, like the Magic Johnson to my Irvin. But like, honestly, everything that I was like wanting to get out of Sally Boy was just stuff that I wanted to be as a human being in my, in, in essence already. Mm. So, um, so yeah, it was just sort of like these ideas of like, being more open with my creativity and sort of being more like free flowing with like my emotions and thoughts and not being so reserved and sort of not thinking about other people when I do my own like make big decisions about myself. Those are just like small things. And then that was what I was like, damn, I gotta bring that into Sally Boy, man. And I was like, damn, wait, I gotta bring that into me. <laughs> healthy, be- <laughs> healthy behavior, baby. So um yeah, that was sort of like uh yeah, a self realization of sorts. It's kind of like the Clark Kent Superman thing where everyone's like, oh, like Superman is his secret identity. But no, it's the reverse. It's like the, 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 the normal person that we saw before, mm. that, that is the disguise. And yeah, what exactly. we're coming into is more authentic. Precisely. Uh, and this is probably the second week in a row or I, I don't know what my timeline is, but <laughs> can we talk about Carl Jung for a second? <laughs> Who's Carl Jung? Oh wow! Here we go. So he is one of the <laughs> one of the, the the fathers of you did of, it of modern psychology, modern. But okay. he he has this idea that uh, part of the self is the persona, and the persona is this mask that we wear that we think that of the person that we think we should be in the world, and that kind of prevents us from truly individuating and becoming who we are. And I think that that's something that we just inherently do all the time right like how authentic are we really when we go out of out of our house and engage with other people this is um, true. when you finally arrived at sally boy what do you feel like changed for you well i don't think anything original like immediately changed i think it definitely came like over time like over the past two years as i've been releasing through sally boy and sort of like i've had the opportunity to, to impress myself upon like you know thousands of new people it sort of like gave me the realization that like nothing that I had already built up myself as being was permanent. And so I could sort of be who I wanted to be. And that was like sort of what I ended up doing with Sally Boy. In general, it was just sort of like a chance to reset and sort of like remind myself that I have like a whole new, like I have like a whole world of people who have never met me that like have no judgments and that like literally nothing fucking matters. Nothing <laughs> <Basically>. matters. <laughs> exactly. So that that's basically how it went down. It wasn't, it wasn't like a like a like a night and day shift it was like a gradual spectrum shift which i honestly still i'm still you know every day getting better at doing it so, so how would you describe him sally boy what is he like he's like me i'm sally boy i don't know describe <laughs> me boisterous awesome the best <laughs> uh, end, yeah. of, end of interview done <laughs> anyway, well thank you for coming time. in today <laughs> that's my fucking time now i'm playing i mean I don't know, I think it's just, like, uh, unapologetically, like, the self, you know? Just, like, mm. being me fucking, like, like trusting my own intuition, my own, like, desires, and my own, like, creative, you know, outbursts. Did you notice a shift creatively um, when mm. you started the Sally Boy Project? Or have you just been kind of, has this been just, like, a consistent output and just, like, the next step? I mean, I think definitely. I, I, I mean, I was in a band for a minute in high school. Like, like I used to make like alternative rock and, and would, would be like, 
like crazy like heavy not like heavy metal or something like that just like heavy choruses like big choruses like 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 big distorted guitars and then i feel like sally boy is like a way bigger shift in my songwriting and in my production choices it's like far more intentional i feel like it's also only me right i mean it's not only me i don't work solely by myself but the decisions at the end of the day are made by me whereas in the past made by five people so it's like it's it's always changing because I'm always changing. There's no like Sally Boy that like I feel like the stuff I'll be releasing in five years will be like vastly different. Even like my next project after this one, which which I already have named Sucker Punch. Boom! I love that title. It's a pick. It's gonna be a cover art of me punching, getting punched in the face, but like in those cartoons where like the hand gets sucked <laughs> into the face. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there's like That's a the, tooth. There's like a tooth over there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like that stuff is like way different from the stuff like if like if you heard eras and then you heard sucker punch you'd be like this is not the same artist or it's like a remix mm. project or something like that so that's what i think is the most different is that it's like i have the autonomy to do whatever the fuck i want and like whatever the fuck i want is consistently changing and speaking of which as of this recording none of y'all can listen to true american but you can listen to sally boy's previous ep lies i tell myself and I think that you play a lot with that idea of authenticity there. But mm. one thing that I found really interesting is that every, every song contains at least one half truth that you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. How do these separate ideas of being authentic and mm. kind of like being a um, little less truthful, how do those gel for you? Well, I think that, I think that like those little half truths that I identified, like identifying those was a way to sort of become more truthful with myself. You know what I'm saying? Like to like sort of, to sort of become more authentic, I guess is the word. Um, because identifying these made me realize that there were a lot of things that I would say to myself that, that like helped me feel better about small things or like, or like were the little fallbacks, you know, and like taking those away from myself and exposing them to like, you know, all the people who listen to it was sort of a way for me to be like, you're held accountable now. Like you can't do that shit anymore. It's like, yeah. Or it is sort of like paradoxical to be like, I'm authentic. And then drop a project where I'm talking about like all the things I, I lie to myself about. <laughs> That's in the effort. I don't think I'm by any means like my most authentic self. This is all in an effort to become more and more me. That kind of begs the question. If you are trying to become more authentic is that itself inauthenticity. I think a lot about that. It's kind of that same idea in a mindfulness practice, which is if you're trying to get to a mindful place, you're not getting any closer. Uh, how do you feel about that? That's a loaded question, my G. Damn. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I don't think I'm trying to get any, I don't have like a goal of like what it looks like to be my most authentic self. I just look at it. Like, I'm not looking big picture either. I think I'm just looking at these small things. Like, the fact that a lot of times is big picture is because I have the chance to put together a body of work and sort of just notice these things about myself. But that wasn't, like, in an effort to, you know, completely rid myself of, like, these bad habits that I had. No pun intended. But but um, to realize that, like, these bad habits were a part of me and something that I necessarily wanted to move past because I felt they weren't being positive for me as a person, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you can be authentic to yourself and realize and like but also realize that some of your authentic habits are toxic i think we have this sort of distorted notion 
that everything about our most real selves are like good and true and and I think that's why everyone should be in therapy. Like yeah. only half the battle is realization. Only half of it is realizing where you're at. The other half is figuring out what you want to do with it. And you could be someone like Sally Boy who just creates like banging music out of it. Or you could be like me and uh, just uh, ask everyone really loaded questions to avoid dealing with his own problems. So there's no. that. So not everyone could be like Sally Boy, though. They don't give him that hope. So, <laughs> premise rejected, bitch. <laughs> yeah, your conclusion is false because premise two is kind of lacking. So maybe go back and revisit that one. <laughs> You're reminding me so much of my logic professor from college. Uh, I never took a logic class, man. That's just too heavy. Mm. <laughs> well, I, did take, I just took a comp class. So like when we were talking earlier about if everyone believes that God exists, he exists. That's like genuinely a philosophy people held that like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's a pretty crazy philosophies about God and existence. Confident in anything really exists, sort of. But what do you do with that? If you come to the assumption that nothing exists, how do you change the way that you live? Well, well it's, kind of, it's not exactly that. He thinks that there's things that exist, but the way that we see things is not at all how they actually are in the real world. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Perception. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have... I don't think I read that and I was like, yo, like, I gotta change everything. <laughs> close, the, close the book. Walked away. I literally, like, I read that and I was like, yo, this music shit ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was... I, don't, I think it was just, like, one of those things I was like, that's a really interesting concept that I sort of... It doesn't like change your perception. It just sort of, it sort of contextualizes it. You know, that's sort mm -hmm. of what it does. Mm -hmm. More so than anything else. I think a lot about that in regard to free will, which mm -hmm. is my area of philosophy that makes me go like, yo, what, what are we even doing? And mm -hmm. I think particularly of Peter Vanenwagen's, um, an essay on free will where he talks about how like, uh, Scientifically speaking, there is no way that we can have free will because the way that neurons fire is like super deterministic. But if there is no free will, it still feels like there is. So like, do we really change anything about what we do? Like, should we? Or should we just pretend that free will does exist? Mm. I think if you linger too long on that, mm. you end up in a padded room. Where, where do you think I am right now, Pedro? <laughs> That's why the green screen. <laughs> yeah. I have not come out of here since the beginning of quarantine. But yes, I want to talk a little bit about True American. This okay. song is a bop. This song is made for summer. And Ryan made a connection that I didn't even think about that I want to read for y'all really quick. He said that the, the, the little bit at the end, like giveabitchabreak.com, it mm -hmm. reminds him of the interludes that the offspring would include on their 90s albums, especially Americana. Oh. And speaking of the album, Dexter Holland said that the songs on America, Americana aren't condemnations, they're short stories about the state of things and what we see going on around us. We want to expose the darker side of our culture. It may look like an episode on Happy Days out there in America, but it feels more like Twin Peaks. And the question that he has is, does it feel like much has changed since then for you? I mean, like, I'm, I'm assuming we all were, were little tykes in the 90s, if around at all. Yeah. Um... Can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. Let's let's see if we could do this justice for Ryan. Um, he so 
basically the songs on that album they aren't condemnations of the way mm. that america is it's more like observations about what's going on and how it's it, it may look like happy yeah. out there but really it feels more like an episode of twin peaks to be in it D- yeah. does that something that feels like it rings true today oh, yeah. or yeah definitely i mean yeah i think like i think true record is a really happy song okay like, it has a good energy and whatnot but like i guess it's sort of similar to that that whole notion right that like like on the surface level listening to it you're like this is a summer bob like i'm gonna listen to this at the beach but if you really listen to it there's sort of like like the choruses although like like the verses are sort of more like drunken ramblings and sort of just like present moment thoughts and whatnot and they are good vibes and whatnot but like the course is really like about you know getting injured and not mm-hmm. having the money to pay for it like because you don't have insurance like that's what that's what i'm saying like just like add up all my like all my money like all my food all the all the money i usually spend on food i'm gonna spend that instead on like a health insurance bill because i'm a true american so like, that's what it, like that's i do think it 100 reads true and like in a way like i'm not I'm not con- I in this song I'm not condemning it, but I do condemn in general like the healthcare system in America it's abysmal and it's like super like classist. So oh yeah, um, I I think it's an observation in the song, sure, but but uh, and like the song sort of does give that same energy. Whereas the Twin Peaks, because like from the outside it looks like it's like all this great stuff and there is some good content there, but like on the real, it's like about some fucked up shit that is the state of affairs in America. Mm-hmm. Besides that, what else do you associate with the idea of present day America? Um, I mean, I think there's like a really, I don't, I think at least in my age group and like a lot of my friends, I feel like I've seen like, I don't know, I feel like there's just like this weird wave occurring right now where people are sort of, maybe it's just the point that I'm at in my life and the people around me, but like there's just a lot of uncertainty and and there's also this underlying hysteria around like climate change that people don't really like give give like airtime to but everyone has sort of come i feel like everyone in their own little way has come to this acceptance of the fact that climate change is like happening and no one's doing anything about it right like no one's actually like spending the time every day to take a second of the day so it's like this weird like willful termination of species that we've sort of been begun in our own minds and i feel like that's slowly make its little impact on us and that is a worldwide thing as well as an american thing but like i don't know man america's fucked up it's hysteric and it's frantic and it's all over the place like look at just the laws and the supreme court and i don't know we don't need to get into like definitely whole, not my whole state of affairs on america <laughs> yeah like, give I a bitch a break dot com literally give well, a bitch I, a break <laughs> i will say though like with all that that's like that's what the song made me feel it's like everything is just falling apart everything's on fire everything sucks and yeah. we've sort of just been like okay yeah pour it's that like, drink pour that like, drink and like, put, yeah. pour the drink blast the music fuck it it's like because exactly. like it's it's happening it's like, and you're and you're sort of just trying to like enjoy like a few moments of just exactly. like i don't, I don't want to care yeah. right now it's this idea of like of like the world's burning like finances are are are, cri- are crisis like like no one's there to look out for you. Mm-hmm. Damn, man, just give me a break for like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but, but can we like go dance and get another drink real quick, yeah, just exactly. for like a little bit, please? Exactly. It's like all like that's what I try to do with my music is just give people a break for like those two, three minutes, or like provide mm-hmm. some sort of alleviation, or like 
transport you into this sort of sense of Zen that you can then work through your issues if you really want to. So like, man, this is like the purest sensation of that. Like, fucking give me a break. Right. Like, take a break. You deserve it. The fact that we need that, I mean, we've all been brainwashed by this idea that personal responsibility is what got us here when it's not. It's like yeah. corporations, it's the oil industry. And yeah, like a lot, it, when we when we give ourselves a break, we kind of feel like we should be doing something else. But if we are just kind of scared into immobilization, like what can we do? Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to ask Pedro to make me some water ice. Water ice? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking yeah. a break. Make your own. <laughs> let's go the working class man we're doing it <laughs> we're doing it this is like this is like a this is a call to like strike actually yeah <laughs> i want i want like i want like 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 union workers at amazon to like give a bitch a break dot com give a, bi- give a bitch yes. a break <laughs> just like picket picket workers just yelling give a bitch a break let's manifest this right now the song is out in a few weeks and by the end of the summer let's make it the union anthem literally take it guys Run the with sally it. boy revolution the sally boy revolution this is my this is you know it's always my goal to you know be the president of the united states so this is my Boom. this is my first uh my drop in the water <laughs> maybe we should take out that sex tapes line <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of want to conclude this part of the interview on a happier note, if we can. We've been Please. talking a lot about breaks and giving ourselves a break, but let's let's open this up to the room. How often and how do you spend your breaks? Pedro, I want you to go first in this one. Uh, honestly, I give myself breaks as often as I can. Like, I'll try to just remind myself just daily, stop for a second, mm-hmm. sit, go feed yourself, don't look at your phone, whatever. I just try to sort of do that daily just so that so I don't completely burn out by the end yeah. of the week, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, any any opportunity I can find to, like, get away, hang with friends, I just try to make that a regular thing as opposed to being like, I'm going to go through this two months nonstop and then take a week to go do something fun. Like, I'd way rather get through a day and feel good about it at the end as opposed to just feeling completely burnt out by everything I've had to do. Um, I think breaks are necessary when you feel they're necessary. Take them. Just sit. And, like, don't really? do anything for a little bit. Think in your mind. Drink some, saying, drink some water. A, literally just drink. <laughs> first of all, drink some water. This is your sign right now. Get a glass yeah. of water. Go to, go to your fridge, get a glass of water, and chug that one, and then fill up another one. Yes. And then take it back with you. Stay hydrated, folks. I feel like sitting, literally just sitting, no um, stimulation whatsoever, and just thinking is the best thing you can do for your brain mm-hmm. ever. Like, just when you just sit and do nothing, close your eyes, and just sort of think, you come up with some crazy shit. Like, your, where does your mind, your mind goes places that, like, it just does it on its own. Mm-hmm. so that's always really nice you know what the at best the, at, break though is mm. a bath yes oh, yes yeah. i took a bath earlier this week because i was just so overwhelmed and i'm like wait a minute i have like 30 bath bombs that i have not used just yeah. threw one in poured myself a glass of wine and just put on uh, an audiobook and just chilled yeah literally just uh, it's like a hug mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a continuous hug 
And everyone's like, ew, do you like to just sit in your dirty body water? I'm like, no, you rinse first and then you pour the bath. Thank you. This is mm-hmm. exact. This is what people are missing. That exactly. <laughs> That's what, what I do. I go, I take a shower, right? I, mm-hmm. I, and, then, and then I go bathe. And then sometimes afterwards, I'll do a little rinse afterwards too. People are just mm-hmm. so like anti-bath. But like there's a way to do it hygienically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been Take care of yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I want to back up just a second because the way that you describe just sitting and thinking, I've been reading Alan Watts's The Art of Zen, and he talks about how like that was the original idea behind meditation. In our Western uh, ideology, like the idea of stopping is itself an act because we're always doing something. But that is just diametrically opposed to what Buddhism initially was, which is just... God, okay, I'm just going to drop this because like I keep... <laughs> I keep like coming up to the point and then like I, I just get overwhelmed. Okay. You I'm need gonna, a break. I need a break. I need let's a take, break. Let's take a break. Let's take a quick second. Let's take a, take a breath for all of yes. us. All right. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So meditation just meant sitting. That's all oh. it was. All you do is sit, but it is diametrically opposed to the way that Westerners live our lives where stopping and meditating is itself an act. We are choosing to do it. We are sitting so that we can get somewhere. But really, meditation is just all you do is sit. There you are. You're sitting. That's it. Yeah, and that's something I have come to grapple with, I feel like, especially... It's just like in the American lifestyle in general, it's just like this idea of always having to do something. And like, I like there's like this sense of guilt almost entrenched in giving yourself a break and just sitting, literally just like sitting to do nothing is like seen as like, what are you doing? Like, you're not bettering yourself. Or like, you are bettering yourself, but like, people don't see it like that. Like, you're not like getting yourself to the place you need to be, quote unquote. So, like, damn, like, you need to get in touch with our brains. Mm hmm. Think with that bitch. (laughs) I'm going to steal Drew's words for a second. He said this on an earlier episode, but we also think of this idea of self-care as being, um, as repairing ourselves to a point where we can be productive again. We're like Mm. taking ourselves into the shop to make ourselves productive little little worker ants again. But no, you're doing it for you. You're doing it just so that Mm -hmm. you can be okay. Don't do it to run the capitalist rat race. Yeah. Except for me, I'm going to be president, so I got to just, you know, stick around. <laughs> you can't, you, no more break. no more breaks uh, for No you. more breaks for me. I've, I've, I've reached my allotment. <laughs> I actually read somewhere that the average president takes 10 to 15 breaks total in their entire lives. So I got to, I got to pump my numbers up. You got to catch, you got you to catch up. You got to catch the fuck up. I've only taken one, damn. <laughs> nah, but for real. And with that, I think it's time we gave ourselves a break. Who would like to head on over to our hotline and play a game of hashtag mood? Let's do it. I forgot about this aspect. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's hit this hashtag mood theme song, shall we?
Thank you, thank you, Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty for that amazing Hashtag Mood theme song. What is Hashtag Mood, you ask? Hashtag Mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist-building muscles. What we're going to do right now is head on into the Tunes and Tumblers inbox, which is our hotline, our DMs, our email, everything compiled into one area where we can see how you've been doing. People have let us know what's going on in their minds, what's going on in their hearts, the crazy things they've had to deal with. We're going to take one and create the ultimate playlist to encapsulate it. And there is actually one that I saw earlier that fits exactly what we've been talking about in this interview. This one comes to us on Instagram from at formal birds. Finally being happy and making a change in my life for no one else but me. Mm. All right. Give me love. George Harrison immediately. That's Give a good love. one. Give it to me. Let me take I it. I like that. You deserve it, formal birds. <laughs> Making a change in my life for no one else but me. Pedro, you got one for this? I mean, it's it's a pretty basic one that just came immediately was is the About Damn Time by Lizzo. I was just mm-hmm. thinking yeah. thinking about that. Was it was it the one where she says uh I just took a DNA test that one? Oh, that's uh, Truth Hurts, I think. Truth uh, Hurts, but that's Truth also hurts. Truth Hurts is also, also a good one also. for this. Also good as hell. I mean, I Lizzo. Lizzo really. Listen to Lizzo. Just, just listen to Lizzo. Just give us best. Just give us best of Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's think. Making a change for nobody else but me. Uh, do you want a song? Gives you hell by by uh, the All American. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of this. Oh yes. Uh, this one is from when I was a kid who only listened to country music. It's Keith Urban's "Who Wouldn't Want to Be Me." I love that one. Nice. That's a good song. I'm going to Life is Beautiful later on this summer, and I discovered this um, this funk singer named Blue De Tiger. De Tiger? I have oh, not. Yeah. yeah. Blue De Tiger. Yeah. Blue De Tiger. That's how you pronounce uh, her name. But her song "Hot Crush Lover." Uh, that Ooh. one is about like taking something that you want. Yeah, you're going to be my hot crush lover. Mm. You want to live it up with a stunner? Like, you know that you're cool. Yeah. And y- you're going to be with me because of how cool I am. Like that. <laughs> I like that. That yeah. uh... The sentiment of like, this is like pure, pure like self. Yes. Uh, what's the word? Confidence. Yes. More self-confidence. We need that. Does anyone have any others? Or is, are, we, are we feeling good about this playlist? I'm, I'm blanking. I think we got some nice songs up in this bitch. I mean, you have the whole Lizzo catalog, so I it's think you're true, good. Yeah. <laughs> we have like seven songs, and then, and then like a whole 20 <laughs> songs. How many songs does Lizzo even have? I couldn't even tell you. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's Ryan's job to build the playlist. Ryan, just throw, throw Lizzo's entire catalog in there, and we're going to call it a day. We can just say a bunch of words and then hope some of them come together to form other songs that there Ryan can go. put together. <laughs> I, Giant. Worldwide. <laughs> so Pitbull. Plastic. Pitbull in there too. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Uh, Mr. Worldwide. Miami. Uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn, yeah. Mr. Anything Pitbull too. What do you guys think? Like, literally, Pitbull is, is pure. just exudes Pump. self-confidence, that man. Yeah, he pumps you up. Mm-hmm. That He's going to be at Bottle Rock. We, uh, yeah. Our network wants to send us to Bottle Rock this year, and we're very, we're very grateful, guys. But we're also very tired. We are very, very tired little boys who need a break. What is Bottle Rock? Oh, Bottle Rock's a music festival in Napa Valley, and Pitbull is one of the headliners. That's kind of lit. 
Napa yeah. Valley. Who would thought that, that Pitbull going out to Napa Valley, people would be like, yeah, let's go, Pitbull, Napa Valley. <laughs> Wasn't there like a whole, there was like a whole competition? <laughs> they're all, they're all going to hear him for the first time. Yeah, literally. <laughs> there was this, the- a while back, there was like this competition where like you would vote for your home Walmart or whatever and Pitbull would go and play it and a bunch of people on the internet co-opted it and like made a... Uh, uh, a Walmart in like middle of nowhere Alaska win. Oh yeah. But then he went. He went, he went yeah. and he did it. That's pretty Man epic. Of his word. I feel like Pitbull would walk through Napa and all the wine would turn into tequila. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> He's party Jesus. He's <laughs> like, and turn this wine into I went tequila. To a, I went to a NASCAR event here in Los Angeles and it was a uh, it was like everyone in Los first of all, it was like everyone in Los Angeles got to develop like their southern dream. You know, people just like <laughs> just like jean shorts, you know, camouflage hats, whatnot. But Pitbull and Ice T played it. No, not Ice T. Ice Cube? Ice Cube. Ice Cube and fucking Pitbull like performed Holy at like the shit. Coliseum at this NASCAR event. It was and also it's so fucking loud. That shit is like ridiculous. This is like the the weirdest string of sentences I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> you didn't think we'd get here, right? <laughs> we we went somewhere. Exactly. I didn't even think of like how loud a NASCAR event would be in person. It's ridiculously loud, like unreal. Mm-hmm. If I ever go to NASCAR, I got to remember to bring my earplugs. It's good to know. Yeah, they also have so in your work. I think they realize they're like this shit's loud. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Leave us a message by calling or texting the Tunes and Tumblers hotline at 626-604-6477 or slide into our DMs. We will, we will take your moods from anywhere. Send them by carrier pigeon. Um, have them delivered by the, the adorable four-year-old that lives the building down from you. Put it in a... It, like Attach it to a rock and attach it to his leg and, and we will read that, that mood when it gets to us. Also, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> These are just ideas. We're not responsible for what people do to get their moods to us. <laughs> but it is looking to be that time. The bar is closing up. Um, we have a lot of repairs to do from where Ryan and I ran the bar ourselves. But before we go, Sally Boy, do you have any lingering thoughts? Anything you'd like to plug? What's in your mind? Well, she's drawing a making. Oh. Let me finish it real quick. We gotta frame it and put it on the bar wall. I'll send this to you guys via the cute four-year-old on the street for me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, give this to tumblers and t- tunes and tumblers. It's like, what is this? Come here, Tyler. Come here, Tyler. You just tie it to him. He's got all kinds of notes on him. <laughs> this is this is what like, like, we gotta get him. Oh, give me a he's break. The one, he's the one delivering the notes. That's him. This is I exactly. Love that. This is Tyler. He's like, I can't deliver any more notes to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me a living wage. <laughs> You're um, an intern. You started in kindergarten. <laughs> no, but, but I have to plug. Man, listen to fucking Nothing to Lose. That came out uh, like a few weeks ago. Anything Sally Boy, obviously, the Sally Boy show. By this time, I feel like by the time this, this comes out, I'll have a Nothing to Lose Visualizer up and running, which is why I have that bad boy behind me. If you guys remember from earlier, the mascot head. Um, so, yeah, shit, check all that out. It's nothing to Lose, Nothing to Lose Visualizer, Sally Boy show, Sally Boy. Boom. Go check nice. out all of Sally Boy's music. Nothing but bangers. Just Thank line you. it up, 
bangers, one after the other. <laughs> Knock them back. Don't take a break. Don't take, do not take a break <laughs> from this. From this that. is your break. Eris, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. We had a, yeah, an amazing course. time. This was a Thanks. great break. Guys, I went to the zoo the other day. Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for the rest. <laughs> Just awesome. Like, great. I mean, it's okay. The chimpanzees are cool. Anyways, Take a break lovely meeting you guys. <laughs> it was great meeting you too. Day. It's pretty cheap. You can walk around, get your steps in. Hey, have a good day. And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform and please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get those podcasts. It helps us out a lot and we live for those ratings. We absolutely live for them. And if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can donate to the pod directly. Every dollar goes to making water ice in Pedro's fridge. <laughs> Tunes and Tumblers was produced as always by Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.